Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Good afternoon and welcome to One Hour at a Time. Recovery begins with education and host Mary Woods is here to educate individuals and families and provide support through the recovery process. Now here's your host, Mary Woods. Meeting with Colin Powell, and he is 
someone who is in long-term recovery, which he will talk to us about. Welcome, John. Good morning, Mary. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Well, I am in Nashville, and it's uh, freezing cold with an inch of snow. So, well, I'm in New Hampshire, and we have an inch of rain <laughs> and no power. So, uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> and by the time this plays, it'll probably be a winter wonderland up here because we're well, pre-taping our show today. So. I love it because I'm a transplanted Minnesotan, so I kind of love the snow. But I'm doing very, very well. Thank you. Um, so, what what's been new with you since the last time we spoke? Well, I think the biggest uh, thing that's happened is um, I've signed with a management company out of New York City and um, and uh, Innsbruck, actually, and they have an office here in Nashville, and I signed with them this year, and we're putting together a a one-man show to be eventually make it to Broadway, which is basically the concerts that I have been doing over the years, but with some uh, effects and some video stuff in them, you know, to spiff it up as a theater presentation. And so we've been working on that and doing it in small bits in different little theaters around the country. And so I'm kind of excited about that. And, And my wife and I are taking care of three little grandchildren and a fourth one on the way and kind of usual stuff like that. But and so those are the two big developments. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Oh, yeah, um, it really is. For those of you in our audience who are who have been to any of the NADAC functions or have heard John sing, you know that he uses a lot of his own experiences in his songwriting. And um, we're going to use uh, one of John's songs in each of our segments today. And the segment we're going to close we're going to close this segment out with give me new eyes and maybe you could just talk a little bit about about the song and where it came from and uh-huh well i can tell you um my journey in recovery um actually started 25 years ago today and um when i uh when i finally surrendered i i went and got help and did all the things that people need to do and the song "Give Me New Eyes" was the first song that I that I wrote, and I remember the feeling I had um, after not using you know alcohol and drugs for a while and trying to do the things that I needed to do to to actually actually recover. You know, people talk about recovery and sobriety, and they're kind of two different things. But for me, I had to be able to. Um, to see things differently and and in this song um i'm basically pretty mad at god in the beginning of the song and where i was at that time saying you know how could you let these things happen and uh by the end of the song i'm in a whole different position <laughs> physically and and spiritually i'm kind of asking for a little bit of forgiveness for feeling this way but just give me new eyes you know to see things differently and um, my journey in recovery has just been a succession of those just asking to be able to see things differently, you know, that happen. And uh, and my world sure does look different today, Mary, than it did, you know, a long time ago and even a couple years ago. So that's where the song came from. It's actually my first prayer in recovery. Wow. Yeah. Um and I think what's really important is is that there is a difference between sobriety and recovery. And um, you kind of mentioned that a little bit. Do you want to talk a little bit more about, from your perception, what the difference is? Well, you know, absolutely. When I took the alcohol and drugs and um, out of my system, those were my two major problems for me. Um, and then we have to start dealing with the spiritual part of us, you know, and uh, our things that are uh, that need to be tuned up or uh, changed or dis- discarded in us and uh, things about us. And for me, you know, the, the hardest thing is always to just uh, admit who we are and who we aren't. And we got to, we have to do an inventory of all that stuff, of course. But I think that recovery is really, it's just really about changing. You know, we have to change. I had to change and um, live 
completely different and think differently. And um, so, taking the alcohol and the drugs away was is actually just the door that kind of opens up to to getting well, you know. And and then we can, you know, you get into the discussion about about addiction and mental illness, you know, and uh, I don't really see the difference anymore. You know, most of us don't once we sober up. But, uh, you know, recovery is really doing the work and the footwork of, uh, you know, changing, I think. Right. Well, you know, as you, as you know, both addiction and mental illnesses are chronic brain diseases and that um, – being angry when when you first realize that you have any kind of a chronic illness is kind of a normal response. Uh, and, you know, yeah. And, and you know, it's kind of like, well, that's kind of normal. Why did why me? You know, uh-huh. um, other people drink this way and they don't have the same problems I do, or you know, other people don't get depressed or whatever. And and I think that that's part of a, a normal reaction to having a chronic illness where your life is drastically changed as a result of it. Well, that's good. Yeah, I never thought of it that way, but that's exactly what it is. I was, you know, I was angry, and then I think I was scared because I realized, oh, boy, you know, there's no place to run here now, and I really have to do something about this. You know, it's up to me. And uh, so, yeah, that's all. That's exactly what's in that song. I never even thought of it that way. Right. Well, the world doesn't change for anyone that has any kind of a chronic illness. You have to adapt to the world, <laughs> and yeah. it's hard. You know? Yeah. You know, so um, I think that that's a that's something that people sometimes lose sight of. You know. Yeah, and if you combine that with a um, something that's pretty similar in a lot of alcoholics, is that I can change the <laughs> I can change the whole world. You know. Yeah. And I'm gonna, and it's gonna be exactly the way I want it. Um, you combine those two things, and you definitely get what a letdown, huh? Oh, brother, what a drag! <laughs> yeah. No wonder Christmas bothered me. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a it's an absolute immovable object, you know. And all your life, you're trying to push push the world around, you know. And it's it's uh, yeah, it's a big crash when. When people like us hit bottom and have to, you know, ask for help, right? Very, very painful and very hard, you know. Right, right, right. And um, you know, it's hard for anyone to ask for help, but especially when you realize that um, things aren't going to go the way you want them to go or the way you hope them that hope that they're going to go. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, before we go to break, do you want to do any kind of more of an intro into Give Me New Eyes? Well, it's, um, you know, I think we covered um, the first half of the song is that anger and that fear um, first coming in. And uh, and then as the song develops, I, I begin to kind of sit back and maybe even hit my knees in that place where you finally realize that I'm powerless and just please help me see things differently, you know, so that I can get better. Well, here's our gift to everyone listening. Um, Give Me New Eyes by John McAndrew. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Ladies, are you looking for a place where you can talk candidly about anything and everything? Well, here it is. Timeless Women Speak on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll talk about sexuality, age-proofing your career, finding your passion and purpose, keeping your brain power, keeping your marriage fresh, dating for grown-ups, plastic surgery, surviving our beauty culture, and much more. Tune in Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific to Timeless Women Speak with Dr. Nancy O'Reilly on the Voice America Women's Channel channel. Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned 
and common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, Family Center Recovery for Co-Occurring Mental Illness and Substance Abuse Disorders. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guest, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. Sometimes I stumble, sometimes I fall Sometimes head first into the wall And sometimes I want to scream about it all Sometimes I stumble, and sometimes I fall Heard an angel whisper in my ear Said, now don't you worry about it all. Heard an angel whisper in my ear. He said, you're good enough just the way you are. Then I heard the angel laugh right out He said, you will always stumble and you will always fall. Andrew, I hope you all enjoyed um, our first 
treat for you, which is um, give me new eyes. And hope you all are having a good holiday season. We know that this is a stressful time for everyone. And if you are in recovery from um, addiction or mental illness, it's ex- it can be especially stressful. And we hope you're all taking good care of yourselves. Um, our next song that we're going to hear at the end of our segment is called Good Enough. And, John, could you explain what this is about and how how it came about? Sure. I um, I had been uh, in in my on my path of recovery for for a few years, and uh, one day I was um, you know working on some stuff, and I was in my little piano room, kind of tinkling away, and I I came up with this little melody, and uh, I started to play it, and. I closed my eyes in this room, but and I was I was uh, wide awake, and I hadn't been on drugs or alcohol for quite some time. So, you know, maybe I was crazy at this time. But out of the corner of my, from coming from my left to right in my eye, you know, in my vision, where I had my eyes closed, this very heavy set angel came floating across <laughs> uh, like the sky. And it was like a big, heavy-set guy who had rented an angel outfit that was a couple sizes too small. And it was actually Buddy Hackett, the old comedian, I swear to God, waving his hands and floating across as an angel. And he was laughing at me and laughing with me, actually, and had this beautiful glow about him. And he basically said to me that you're good enough just the way you are, you know, and I and I love you just the way you are, and you're always going to goof up. And and from that came this song. Initially, it was called You Will Always Stumble, and we changed it to Good Enough for uh, the last record I did out in Los Angeles. And uh, it's about this struggle all my life about just not feeling good enough, and I know other people feel this way. And um, what's funny is I'm in my living room today in our new in our new house down here in Nashville, and we have a Christmas ornament up on our tree, and it's Buddy Hackett. He's sitting underneath the, the fancy angel on the top of the tree, but he remains a symbol for me to be on guard constantly. Um, with this battle inside me, you know, with perfection and uh, having to be not always just the best, but just never feeling quite good enough, you know. And that comes from, um, you know, years of stuff, you know, and it doesn't really matter where it comes from, you know. Uh, But it's definitely there, and it's just a good symbol for me to look at and realize, you know, that I'm always going to make some mistakes, and I've made an awful lot, you know, on my journey. But I never had to drink, you know, or take drugs. And so um, I really love this song. It's fun to play it for kids, you know, and, and adults and and everybody around the country. It's just a, it's a, it means a lot to me, you know. And I think all these songs are moments on my journey where I kind of realize something, you know. Yeah, and yeah. it's so nice of you to share your journey with us because it really, I think music is a great communicator, and I know a lot of folks that we work with, music is a lifeline for them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, it helps them It helps them organize their feelings. It helps them communicate what they're feeling. It makes them feel like they're part of something that people who sometimes have a hard time connecting will connect through music, and it's, I think, just think it's wonderful. I, with the people that you work with, how does it, how does that help them organize their feelings? Well, for at Westbridge, we work with people that have co-occurring major mental illness and substance use disorders, and oftentimes, having one or the other, once you start, if you start getting sick in your teens, or you start drinking and using drug other drugs in your teens, mm-hmm. you um, you don't really go through that adolescent process of of that. Uh, emotional roller coaster of understanding what you're feeling and 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 learning to identify it, and so oftentimes music will stimulate feelings for people. They'll feel happy. They'll feel sad. Um, uh, I see. The 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 lyrics will talk in a way that, that somebody will say, "Listen to this." We had one of our participants send a song to his father, and and the song said things that he could never say to his dad. 
Uh, but he wanted okay. his dad to know, and mm-hmm. um, and it's a good way to it's a good way to feel happy. You know, you put on certain songs and you feel really happy. You put on other songs and you feel sad, and, and it's just a nice way to help people make those connections. Uh, boy, that makes a lot of sense. I remember growing up a lot, and you know, maybe that's why I'm doing this now, Mary, is to help to heal me. I don't know. There's got to be something, because it sure does help me to identify those feelings, you know. And I know other people write and people do other things, you know, but but music is kind of the way that helps me to articulate. Because I know the opposite of it is to just feel stuck and feel this horrible fear and burden, and you don't know what it is, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, so, well, I'm glad. I hope this. Uh, I hope somebody hears it today, and it makes some sense to them. Uh, hopefully, well, they're I mean, old enough to know who Buddy Hackett is. But <laughs> well, even if they're not, I think they're probably old enough to know what it's like to not feel good enough. Yeah. And I think. Yeah. I think you know our. We're bombarded with you have to be a certain weight, you have to look a certain way, you have to uh, wear a certain thing, and, uh, and and then add on you know a substance abuse and addiction and mental illness on top of it, and you know none of us usually end up being the people we originally thought we were going to be. Right. You know, you know well maybe somebody thought they were going to you know be the the next uh, astronaut or oh goodness plant or whoever you yeah. know and it, you know you end up you know, someplace on the journey that you didn't think you were going to go. And, you know, it's, that's, you know, that's just the way life is. And I when I was young and in grade school, I thought, and I really thought this, and where I got it again, I don't know. I grew up in sort of a large Irish Catholic family. and But I thought I had to either be the Pope, you know, or the president, you know, or else a, a big, uh, you know, some sort of, football star or something. I didn't know there was anything else, you know, anything (laughs) under that. And, of course, when you set the bar that high, and I know I'll just share you a quick story about Christmas. Um, When I was a kid, and I'll I'll be short with it, but the gist of it is is my father never felt good enough, you know, and he, he had a drinking problem. And Christmas would really just blow all that out of proportion, of course, and, uh, here he has seven kids, and, and my grandma would buy most of the presents, so Dad would hand them out, you know, and you could tell his resentment that he he felt bad that he couldn't buy all this stuff for his kids. And One Christmas, my father and brothers had a big, it was basically a big fight on Christmas Eve at the dinner table, and they came running out, screaming at each other, and burst through the screen door in the front of our house. And outside was the church choir from our church, St. Mary's, <laughs> the volunteer church choir, singing Joy to the World. And they're all jingling little bells. And my brothers and dad tumble out into the snow, you know, calling each other uh, names that weren't used uh, Christmas, Christmas carols. <laughs> and they just, nobody felt good enough, you know. Well, everybody, please enjoy our next song, which is Good Enough, and know that we are all good enough and that we it's okay to be who you are. So, enjoy. Steps to a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, family-centered recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders. Would it be crazy if you just stopped everything, packed your bags and left for a week, a month, a year? What if you left for two years? Would people think you'd lost your mind? What if you were going far away to help in a village on the edge of the Gobi Desert? 
a village crowded with Buddhist temples, not skyscrapers. A place where there isn't a word for recluse, but a thousand words for community. Would it be crazy to go 5,000 miles from home? To spend time with people the rest of the world only reads about? To build libraries and fill them with stories? Prepare a meal with food you helped grow? To teach children and learn a thing or two about yourself? Would that be crazy? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or visit PeaceCorps.gov. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guests, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. sitting by the sea Tears rolling down his wind-worn cheeks I hold my hand out I ask him can I help He says help me by listening to the story I tell He said my heart is full of anger Bitterness and fear That's why I'm an old man Full of all these tears And he said Empty your heart Of all its bitterness If you're angry at someone Then it's time to forgive And fill it with love And a little gentleness Cause you can't go on living If you can't forgive He says, I know you've been hurt, son And your hurt runs deep But you don't have to end up An old man like me Said I sat here for the rain For all these years Cause nobody told me What I'm telling you here He said empty your heart Of all its bitterness If you're angry at something Then it's time to forget And fill it with love And a little gentleness Cause you can't go on living If you can't forgive He says you don't go on living If you can't If you can't forgive Then he stood up He put his arm on me He said Promise me one thing Before you that you'll empty your heart of all its bitterness. If you're angry at someone, then it's time to forgive. And fill it with love and a little gentleness. Cause you can't go on living if you can't forgive. And since you don't go on living, You can't go on living, he said It just isn't living If you can't, if you can't forgive Welcome back to One Hour's Time. I hope you all are enjoying our show today. Um, It's a little different, and I think it's kind of exciting 
we are being entertained um, in many ways by our guest, John McAndrew. Uh, John, our next song for this segment is called um, If You Can't Forgive, which is uh, a pretty powerful tune, at least the title. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about it? <laughs> well, yeah, the, um, the last song that we heard, Good Enough, came from a dream that I had basically wide awake. Um, this song came from a dream uh, where I was, you know, dead in the middle of my sleep. And I really do believe that it's a result, and you could probably explain to me what happened, but of, of as we talked about, you know, what the difference is between sobriety and recovery. Recovery is doing the work and I did an awful lot of work. Um, we talked about my dad a little bit in the last segment, and uh, I, I love my dad. He was the greatest guy in the world, but he had a disease, you know, alcoholism. And I looked up to him, and um, he was a great clarinet player, and he played football at Notre Dame, you know, and all this stuff. And, but he had this disease, you know, they call alcoholism, and after I sobered up, I went to professionals for a while, to you know, and I, they said I had an anger problem and some different stuff like that. And, of course, we got around to my dad, and they, they really hit the nail on the head. And, you know, I thought for the longest time I was just angry at my father for the stuff that he did and then stuff he didn't do, you know. And um, the the deeper that I dug... And the more I got into it, I just I found this simple little truth was that I just didn't think he loved me, you know, by the way he acted. And um, it took me several years in this on this journey of recovery. And one night I had this dream, and part part of this uh, process that's important is my dad has never seen me play music, and that was important to me. My father died, you know, from the disease way too young, and. And I had this little hole in me, Mary, because I remember doing gigs and there'd be thousands of people, you know, and I'd go backstage and my dad wasn't there. And all I felt was sad, you know, and I think a lot of us have that experience where we just see the the one little thing, you know, we want to focus on. But um, in this dream, I'm getting ready to go out on stage to do a concert and uh, getting ready to open the curtain. And in the dream... I feel a hand on my shoulder, and I literally felt that hand on my shoulder. I can feel it today when I talk about it. And I turned around, and it was my father. And I had resisted even seeing my father's face for probably 15 years. And there he was, as clear as a bell and sober, my good dad, you know, and he told me, you're great, and he patted me on the butt. And uh, I turned around and opened the curtains, and then, this light shone in from, I'm assuming, like the lights on a stage. And then I woke up and sat up in bed. And it's almost too simple for me, but at that moment I realized um, I actually felt that my father did love me, and it was alcoholism that did that. It was the disease that did that. You know, it was his, his mental illness and his stuff that kept him from really being there and loving me. And so today, uh, th- that sadness is gone for the most part. And when I do gigs, I imagine my dad being there, you know, in the back row, always way ahead of time, waving at me and stuff like that. So um, I don't know how you describe that in psychology terms, but I have a whole different vision of my father now in my, in my heart. And it's changed me a lot. And that's where the song came from, right there. So. Um, yeah, we, I, I think that's best described in spiritual terms, not in psychological terms. I think, ah, that's great. A gift. Yeah. I think that's a real gift. And I think that when people pass over, they, they still know what we're doing. And, um, you know, there are ways to connect with them. And uh-huh. they have ways of connecting with us. So that's just a spiritual thing. I, I'm... I don't even want to go to the psychological part of yeah, it. Yeah, um, and I because I can feel it, Mary. And I tell people yep. today when I do this, I felt his hand uh, touch me, you know, in that dream on my shoulder, 
and for my father was from World War Two, and for you know they weren't real lovey-dovey men back then. Right. But for him to pat me on the butt and to tell me what he did was the most loving thing that a father can do for his son, you know. And I, you know, I, uh, I still feel that from that dream today. Um, as we listen to, to this song, If You Can't Forgive, let's, let us all remember that forgiveness is something that we do for us as much as we do for the person that we feel is wrong to us. Uh, forgiveness is, is a good thing for us to do because it makes us feel better. Um, so let's enjoy our next song, which is If You Can't Forgive. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. To savor something means to delight in, to absolutely enjoy. So why not savor yourself? Author and internationally acclaimed speaker Doris Smeltzer brings her message to the airwaves with Savor Yourself, Beyond Skin Deep. Plan to spend an empowering hour with Doris where you will learn to recognize your worth and your beauty beyond society's limited one-size-fits-all mentality. Savor Yourself with Doris Smeltzer, Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. on the East Coast, only on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, family-centered recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guest, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. Treasures made of silver Diamonds and gold Kept in special places Where people pay to go And we idolize our heroes Worship paintings on the wall So why not love each other And care what happens to us all Maybe someday When we learn to love ourselves Like we were made of gold Like we were made of gold 
take one look into the children's eyes Before this world can change their minds You and I, we must treasure them To keep our hope and love alive Maybe someday
and how as a state, you know, we can give people help. And it starts, it just does start with kids. My goodness, you know, so much can be done at an early age, you know. And I think we're all being uh, just now starting to see that uh, from my, from the, you know, from my alcohol and drug side of it. So. And our next, our next, our last song actually is titled "Like We Were Made of Gold." Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Is there a connection here between? Well, there yeah. is. It's about, it's about um, treasuring our children and ourselves and learning to love ourselves. And I've played this at a lot of national events and some big conventions and things. And they've even uh, had. Uh, Sometimes, well, almost all the time, we bring kids up onto the stage, and, and so visually we can see it when we when we do this song about treasuring our children um, because it's our future and it's our hopes, and us in the alcohol and drug field realize just how incredible it is to break that cycle as early as we possibly can, and you know, with alcohol and drugs and with other mental health issues, you know. Um, and we see when we don't do it, what happens. 20 years later, many of these people end up on the streets and in hospitals, and then we're taking care of them completely. And uh, I just believe a little bit of love and help at a very early age in these specific areas just makes an incredible difference in our planet. That's just the way I look at it, I guess. No. Well, uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that um, lots of times recovery is facilitated through love. So um, we, on behalf of everybody at Westbridge, uh, we want to wish you a very happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a very happy New Year. And I want to thank John again for sharing this time with us on this very special day. And um, we hope you all enjoy Like We Were Made of Gold. We appreciate you joining us today for one hour at a time. Successful recovery from a substance abuse problem or mental illness depends on education and support of loved ones. Thank you for being that support system. Be sure to tune in next week for another hour of education and compassion. One hour at a time. We'll see you next week.